0: to free
1: download or download Lanksy Leland Church we'll every Thursday morning at 10.30am in the Lanksy Leland Church building at we'll the in the General Alliance of Burnley Contact us or find out more information
0: to help us
1: please visit our website at
0: it's lovely to be here today, isn't it? And um, I just want to welcome uh, Joey and, and Amy who are here for the, uh, for the weekend. It's great to have you guys with us. And um, we're looking really forward and excited to what Joey has in store for us today. Okay, shall we pray? Father God, I just thank you for this day. I thank you for Mother's Day. And I thank you that we can come together as a family and, and just um, really, really just celebrate together and, and just come before you. And, uh, Lord God, we just want to bring ourselves as an offering to you. We want to bring our worship to you. Uh, We just want to dedicate ourselves again to you this day. And I pray that this service would just honour you and glorify you in every way in all that happens. And I pray today that we would have a great day celebrating Mother's Day.
1: Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to all read this out from this way to this way. This is where it gets complicated. And... I like to say that's dot, dot, so you can all say dot, dot, um, because it just helps remember it. So we'll start at this end. Hold it up nice and high so everybody can read it. We, everybody join in. We love because God first loved us. 1 John 4, dot, dot, 19. That's very good. Now, I think we can do better, though. Okay. So I want you to to join in a little bit more. So are you ready? We'll do this again. We'll do it slightly faster as well if we can. Are you ready? After three, one, two, three, we love. Very good. Are you ready? We'll start this from the beginning. After three, one, two, three. Okay, brilliant. Give him a clap. And I've been told the video is now working, so we'll now watch that one.
0: In Psalm 40, it says, He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand, and he put a new song in my mouth. My journey of becoming a Christian started as a child. I grew up in quite a big family. It was quite a difficult childhood but there were some Christians that came and had a church in their house just in the village where I grew up. And they were amazing. And it was there that I learned that God loved me. So it was at the age of seven, I first heard the gospel message and wanted Jesus to, to make a difference and change my life. It was really hard in my family because my family used to really tease and make fun of me. And at the age of 13, I wanted to get baptized. But Again, they really teased me and made fun of me. And and it was really hard trying to, to be a Christian and to to live in the home that I was living. It was a family. There was not much love when we were little. We spent most of our time hanging out on street corners. and And I found that I was very unhappy and I took an overdose at the age of 13. But I just always marvel at God's grace because when they took me to the emergency room, there was a Christian nurse on duty and just see the hand of God's protection upon me and how this nurse prayed for me. And just right at the beginning, how God has his hand upon us and just makes me realize that God has an amazing plan for our life. God has a plan and a purpose, but the enemy has a plan to destroy and to kill. And I just thank God that his hand was upon me at that time. And From there on because it was so difficult at home i just went completely away from the church and as i got older i felt that i needed to find love and acceptance and satisfaction in other things and um, in relationships and just in in other things and and through that for the next few years i was completely away from god and became quite rebellious and angry at my family and my parents would never know whether I'd be coming back or, or where I would be. And um, I just found that, again, because I, I met someone, my heart was broken, and I again took a, a, another overdose. And it was at this stage that when I was unable to reach up to God, he reached down and he rescued me. And, and it was then I rededicated my life, I recommitted my life, and I realized that there was no other path, that only Jesus could satisfy my soul. I was looking for satisfaction and so many other things in relationships and in just having a good time and, and drinking. And, but I realized that only Jesus can satisfy your soul. Only he can make you whole. And from then on, I never looked back. I just completely gave my life to God. I'm at a great church and got involved in, you know, loads of many, Lots of different activities, and and just had such a desire and a passion to learn more about God. I worked work for Tear Fund as a local tear craft representative, and going into homes and schools. And I got a job in a Christian cafe and bookshop. And it was there, really, that I decided that I wanted to really completely give my life to God. So I applied for Bible, the Elam Bible College, and. I got accepted and went to Bible college, but just before I went, um, my mum died very suddenly and my grandma um, the following month. So it was quite hard because I was the only daughter not actually married. So I felt a responsibility to my father and to to go back and look for him. But it's amazing how God sent someone that very day that I was actually praying about what to do somebody I hadn't seen for quite a few years and God had given him a word for, a word for me that I, that he who puts his hand to the plough and looks back is not fit with the kingdom of God. And God was saying to me to, to, you know, to pursue, to carry on, that he would take care of my family. And I was just to follow his plans. And I went to Bible college and there I met my very handsome husband. And I just want to say that, you know, to anyone today, you know, that taste and see that the Lord is good, you know. I wouldn't be without God in my life. He brings total satisfaction and peace and just just fulfills your life. And, you know, just to say today, taste and see that the Lord is good and also that there is nothing that is that we have ever been or done that is out of the reach of his loving, everlasting arms. And Jesus wants to be Lord over our past, to heal our memories, to remedy the wrongs and turn our past into something that can be used for God in our future and in the future of others. Just a verse of our love is Lamentations Free. The unfailing love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies are new every morning. They never end and they have kept us from complete destruction. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each day. You are listening to a free download from Delancey Elam Church.
1: You know, sometimes in life we're a little bit like me doing that trick. We get it wrong. We might do little things wrong, or we might make big mistakes. And there's some verses in the Bible that I always think of when we think about making mistakes. And there's this one, which is in Romans 3, verse 23. Romans 3, verse 23, which it says, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And I was thinking about this. And I was thinking, how can I demonstrate that we've all messed up? We've all got it wrong. None of us are perfect. And I thought, some of us are like this thought string. We're nice. We've, we've done most of our life, spending it doing the right things. A bit like that job. Some of us have done a few more wrong things than others. And so our list of naughty things is a little bit longer. And then there's people like me, who've done lots and lots and lots of wrong things. And made many, many mistakes. And so we'll put them there. But the amazing thing is, is that, even though some may have done less than others, even though we might have done one or hundred less wrong things, we've all done the same, we're all the same, we've got stack, we've all messed up, we're all equal. There's not one of us who is perfect. I'm not perfect, and I'm sure you can say that you're not perfect. we may have all done wrong things and may have done a lot of wrong things or we may have just done a few wrong things or just very little wrong things but we're all the same in God's eyes (laughs) so today we're talking about, it's all about the heart so I thought I'd do some open heart surgery are you all ready for this? I'm going to use my heart, don't worry so this is one of my hearts it's a very special heart. It comes in the back. So we're going to tell my heart what to do. So what we're going to get my heart to do is slide down the rope and get to the bottom. So what I would like you all to show after three is slide to the bottom. But there's some action of well. you've go slide to the bottom, like that. Okay? Are you ready? After three. One, two, three. Slide to the bottom. I think it's because you weren't loud enough. Right, so you've got to be a bit more vocal about this. This is my heart, you know. I'm not very good at listening. So after three, one, two, three. Yeah. Okay, okay, right. My heart's been naughty. So what we're going to do is we're going to trick my heart. We're going to tell it to slide to the middle. Okay, because then it'll do that, because it just did that. So after three, I want you to go slide to the middle like that. You ready? After three, one, two, three, slide <laughs> two. Ah. <laughs> Let's try that one more time, because just in case. After three, one, two, three, slide <laughs> to the right, let's reverse it, let's go slide to the bottom and see what happens. After three, one, two, three, <laughs> You see, my heart just will not do the right thing. You see, we all do the wrong things. And I can think of many times in my life where I, my heart's done the wrong thing, or I've done the wrong thing. So I'm going to introduce you to a story about when I was a little boy. So I believe, on the pathway, there should be a nice picture of me. Oh, that's me. Look at that with a panda of air pop on. How cute you going. So, we lived, at that time, in a shop. No, not that one. Next one, this one. Okay, this is our shop. Sorry for the advertisement on there, but this is what it was like in those days. This was a corner shop, not a sweet shop as some people think. It was nice and blue and yellow. Um, It was a particularly good shop. My mum made her own cakes and pies, but that's where we lived. My school, go back to the road one, was at the top of this hill. Now this hill doesn't look so steep, and it looks like it's tarmac, but in those days it was cobbles. And um, at the top... now I'll go and see. At the top was my school, at the bottom was our shop. And my mum and dad had always taught me, never run across the road. Because that's sensible advice, and the right thing that we do. So one day, I'm at school, and my cousin came to pick me up from school. I was so excited to see my cousin. And she was going to walk us home from school because she was older than us. So we started walking down this hill. And then all of a sudden, I looked across the other side of the road. And there was my cousin on the, on the other side of the road. So without looking, I ran across the road. Halfway across the road, I stopped. Looked up the hill and a car had just stopped a few millimeters away from me coming down the hill. Now, we crossed the road and we said sorry to the man. And my cousin said, you can't tell your mum and dad about that. I'll be in trouble. So we all decided, me and my two sisters, we weren't going to tell my mum and dad. So we went back to the shop and we were sitting down having our tea. And my mum said to me, Joe, I said, yes, mum? She said, did anything interesting happen on the way home from school today? I said, "Um, no, mum, nothing interesting happened. she did what all mums do. She said, Joseph Daniel Longworth Now you know you're in trouble. When your mum uses your proper name. The amazing interesting happened on the way home from school. I said, No, Mum. She said, that's funny. She said, a lady came to the shop this afternoon. And said, she nearly ran me over in her car coming down the street. And as you can imagine, I was in a lot of trouble. Because firstly, I'd run across the road, which was bad. But more importantly, it had not told the truth about it. And I'd lied to my mum. And we all can probably think of times where we have lied. And the trouble is with lies, it just tires up. This is another heart of God. You know, the trouble is, is... Sometimes when we do the wrong thing, it kind of up a little like this heart. Have you noticed that one lie always leads to another lie? I couldn't just tell one lie once I said I was The thing is, is one lie led to another lie, and the trouble is, is when we do wrong things, is sometimes we can keep doing wrong things, and the wrong things tie up our lives. They tie up our hearts. We don't know what happens. Every time we do wrong things. Because it does this, it ties us up. It doesn't allow us to be free. It doesn't allow us to do the plan that God has for your life. But when we turn to God and we say, God, I'm really sorry for all the wrong things I've done. I'm sorry that we've all made mistakes. I'm sorry that we're not perfect. I'm sorry that we got it wrong, God forgives us. And He did that by some amazing way. He sent Jesus to die on the cross. For all the wrong things that you've ever done, no matter how bad they are, he sent sent his son to the cross to die because he loves you that much. Because he thinks you're that amazing. He wants to have a friendship with you. He wants to be your best friend. And when he sent Jesus to die on that cross, Jesus did an amazing thing. He took all the wrong things that you've ever done, all the wrong things that i ever done, and put it on himself and took all the punishment that that we deserve. And he did something amazing. And it allows us to be completely free. Jesus went to the cross to free our hearts. Give him a hand. So I'm nearly done. And I've just got a couple of verses that I want to share with you. There's a verse in Romans which says this, in 6 verse 23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Or there's another version which I love, which is uh, from the message, and it says this, Work hard for your sins the whole life, and your pension is death, but the gift of God's gift is real life, eternal life, delivered by Jesus our Master. So the question is, how do we have our hearts breathe? And there's another verse, which is this, Ephesians 2, verse 3 to 6. And it says, we all did it, all of us, doing what we felt like doing when we felt like doing it. All of us in the same boat. It's a wonder, God didn't lose his temper and do away with the whole lot of us. Instead, immense mercy and with incredible love, he embraced us. He took on our sin-dead lives and made us alive in Christ. He did all this on his own, with no help from us. And he picked us up and set us down in the highest place, in company with Jesus on the So I just have three quick points that we need to know. Number one, we need to know that God loves us and wants the best for us. That verse says it's immense in mercy and with incredible love. God loves you with an amazing love. We need to, too. we need to acknowledge that we've all made mistakes. Just like my first rope, every single one of us has done wrong things. We're all the same. And number three, that Jesus died for us. He died on the cross for our mistakes. And last of all, number four, we need to know that we need to make God the King of our hearts. So I have one last trick to show you. And this is a nice little card trick. Who would like to see my card trick? I'm going to ask you to be very clever. Can you be very clever? I'm going to ask you to find the King of Hearts. Do you think you can do that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not yet. Look over the please. Careful, careful. You can see it. That's good. Right. I'm going to ask you to find the King of Hearts. Do you think you can do it? All right. Good, good. Uh, Say what. We'll just give you a little bit more of a help. Have Have a good look. Study them. Studied it good, right? Can you pick out the king of hearts for me now? Oh, thank you. This one, this one, definitely. Okay, thank you very much. Right, I want you to put your hand on that. Excellent, don't let anybody peek. So, let's see if you did all right. You found it. Give him a clap. see the truth is okay, you can take a seat.
0: <laughs> you always get the
1: wrong one. <laughs> the truth is, is what John Cody did is he picked the real true king of our hearts. That is Jesus. And it doesn't matter where you come from today, what your background is, what you've done wrong. What's happened in life? The truth is, God, the Father, wants a relationship with you. He loves you so much that he sent this man, Jesus, to die on that cross so that we can be
2: free. And I thank you, John. Okay, yeah, thank you, Joey. Thank you so much. That was brilliant. Thanks, Joey. Okay, so we just pray? Let's just bow our heads and pray. Just to say that... As wonderful as all those tricks were, and you know, there wasn't, I'm sure we all kind of got the message of that. And just this beautiful fact uh, this morning that Jesus loves us so much and he wants us to know him in a personal way and, and to have a personal relationship with him. And if you haven't got a personal relationship with Jesus, then it's the greatest, the most wonderful thing you can ever experience. And we'd have to go through all kinds of religious ceremonies to do that. As Joey said, we just recognize we've failed, we recognize we've sinned, we recognize we've messed up, and then we thank Jesus that he died for us on the cross for all our sin. And thirdly, very simply, we invite him into our heart. And I'm just going to pray just a very, very simple prayer. And I want, if you've never invited Jesus into your heart, you've never invited Jesus into your life, or, or maybe you've done it many years ago and you just... Just here this morning, and you just want to recommit your life. You want to, in a fresh way, just commit your life to Jesus. And you just simply pray this prayer from your heart with me. So, just pray this prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you this morning that you died for me. I recognize that I have sinned, and I ask your forgiveness. I ask you now, Lord Jesus, to come and live in my life. I put my complete trust in you. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, then we'd love to just share with you afterwards. We've got some literature we'd love to give to you. So you just come and just speak to us afterwards. We'd love to do that. But Lord, we we just want to thank you for this morning. Thank you that, Lord, as we've celebrated uh, mothers and we just thank you for, for every mother here God that you would bless them and be with them but we thank you the truth of Jesus dying for us on the cross and and all that how we've experienced transformation through that work and I just pray for everyone here Lord will you bless them will you be with them Lord would you become really really close to them they would know you as your true friend in Jesus mighty name amen
1: Thank you for listening to this free download from Delancey Elam Church. For more downloads, information or to contact us, please visit our website at delanceyelam.co.uk.